0: Super she Senpai Podcast. Senpai. Podcast. Welcome to the super senpai podcast this is a monthly episodic tokusatsu related podcast where we're hecka excited about mecca i'm pat
1: and i'm grant and it is good to be back buddy how are you
0: it's always good to be back dude back in the pilot seat
1: yeah we're ready to sally go, sally so go to Satsu. ready to gig oh, yeah i i hope folks have been enjoying this uh super turbo episodes but it is good to get back to our core proficiency here, which is talking about folks in rubber suits wrestling each other on cardboard sets, because that's what we love. That's mm-hmm. what I love. <laughs> so, for this episode, we're going to be reviewing episodes thirty-one, thirty-two, and thirty-three before, and then we'll watch episode thirty-four together of Ultraman yep. yep, yep, yep. So,
0: just a little check-in, man. How you doing? How's your how's, how's how are things?
1: I'm I'm doing pretty well, doing okay. I I have been a little all over the place with Toku, watching a little bit with the the group Discord stuff. Mm. A little I finished up Q Ranger. I don't know if we discussed that last time or not, but I've I have finished up my watch of Q Ranger, which was mm. really really good. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and uh, I'm excited because there's definitely something out there that I think a lot of folks are going to like um this anime season i know it's not tokusatsu but yes called love after world domination yes the, the first episode's already out as of the airing of this i reviewed the first volume of the manga for ann a couple months back and was completely charmed by it had no idea. I just saw the title and was like, sure, I'll take that one. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's a Tokusatsu love story. This <laughs> yes. is amazing. And it looks like, from what I can tell, the anime appears to have been produced with a lot of love. I can't wait to watch it myself. Yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, definitely. We should be watching... We should We should watch some of that, maybe. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. How about yourself? How yeah. about yourself? Yeah, I was going to say that Like, I haven't been watching a whole lot of Tokusatsu stuff, but... I was going to say that, yeah, Love After World Domination was, like, I, I was like, oh, this is actually out the season. This is going to be great. And, uh, yeah, the that first episode was uh, utterly charming.
1: It's a very fun pitch. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Car Ranger, mm. right, for those who aren't familiar. But it's like you have your sort of, your Red, your lead, who's in love with the evil villainous. And they're sort of, like, forbidden love that can't be. But they're they're in a relationship with trying to hide it. Uh, they're just, they're just kind of goofball kids really who don't know much beyond fighting for justice or villainy and they're trying to figure all that out and you know it's 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 really sweet. The yeah. manga was a real real surprise for me. I was like, you know, it's one of those things where you know, you wonder if, with romance can be a hard one to to land especially in the sort of exaggerated medium of comics, but it's a really sweet little read, at least what mm-hmm. I read. So I, I can't wait to watch more of the anime.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, I am also sitting on like I think Common Rider zero one and uh Cutie Honey the live Blu rays. Mm. I don't know when we're going to get to watch them, but I'm very much looking forward to it.
1: You know, that's that's a discussion for another time. But I mean, obviously we've done Sentai and we're working through an Ultraman. Mm-hmm. But I have been wondering if for our next, we shouldn't go a little further afield. I mean, obviously Common Rider would naturally come next, but it. It couldn't hurt maybe to dip into some Cutie Honey or Sailor Moon or, you know, something of Garo, one of the other kind of uh, side series, if you will. Yeah,
0: and uh, I mean, I've always had an interest in Metal Hero stuff, so that could be an opportunity to check that stuff out.
1: Because what's out now, Jan Person?
0: I think that's right. You're talking about the official releases, right?
1: Right, yeah, because there's some <laughs> official releases out there. Yeah, obviously it's there. If, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, Toei don't listen, but <laughs> on our illicit, you know, satellite back channels, we can get anything. But in official releases, I know Jan Person is out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that could be the one to go for. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what to expect. Um, I also wouldn't mind like some just like I, I've is it Zubato?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Zubato looks so much fun.
0: Yeah like i, I kind of just want like an off the walls like chaotic yeah <laughs> uh, kind of a tokusatsu too like i wouldn't mind that <laughs> you know, so.
1: absolutely yeah. i have watched a couple episodes of gavon mm-hmm. uh, and i even as someone who is pretty well primed for what tokusatsu can throw at you i was not prepared for the intensity of this first <laughs> oh boy okay. i was like oh my God. <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was pretty great so that would be fun <laughs> yeah i would be interested well
0: you know we'll, we'll work it out absolutely but yeah but to bring it back we got some Ultraman Mebius yeah, uh, we, yeah, we, yeah we're covering yeah. so off the air we ended up watching we plan to watch episodes 31 32 and 33 um mm-hmm. so we'll just quickly like go over the the contents of them and then we'll discuss it so 31 is sort of just immediately after the last episode. Mirai is allowed to stay on Earth by Taro. And he he kind of faints immediately after the battle. And while he's in the hospital, his friends kind of dote on him. The, the rest of team guys dotes on him. Mm-hmm. And they... When he wakes up, they are getting a, a birthday party ready for Captain Sakumizu And uh, they get together... Uh, all the stuff, but it turns out they're missing the present. They send Mirai out to go pick up a present, which they tell him is beans, and he goes and gets beans, but it's like uh, soybeans, I think. Like it's the it's the kind of bean. It's the, there's a ritual. I forget what it's called, but there's a ritual where um, you throw beans at oni or demons to like cast them out. So he oh, he, he ends up buying this instead. Like there's a bit where they uh, Sakamizu. Pulls the bag out. He know he thinks he knows what it is. It's just a bag of soybeans, and um, and everyone is you know. It's it's a really funny moment, but there's also a little. The adjutant says something like, "Only an alien would make this kind of mistake," but everybody yeah. keeps laughing.
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Everyone pretend like that was just a silly joke. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, a, like a bunch of UFOs show up on Earth, and they had been flying towards Earth from the beginning of the episode. They. Don't really know what the purpose is. They seem to be all over the all over the planet, but they say that, okay, within an hour, if we they haven't made contact with us, then we've got to attack because we don't know if they're a threat or not. Um, and then within an hour, one of them, like a, a clearly face-shaped looking one lands and not lands, but like starts attacking and then turns into a monster, which maybe it shows up to fight. It's like a, a good team play thing. Everybody kind of shows up. They only have, I think, gun booster available. But everybody right. fights this thing in their own way. And at the time, Mebius is unsure of how to bring his gold flame form. I'm not sure what it's called, but he to bring to summon that or use it for this. When everyone is sort of working together, he's kind of you know power of friendship. Uh, his allies, his comrades, is what allows him to summon that strength to ultimately defeat <laughs> Robert Uga. Robert um, Uga. <laughs> Gets his gold flame form, gold crest form, whatever it's called, um, defeats it, and, you know, that's kind of where that one ends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's able to, I guess he figures out how to channel it whenever, it seems like, whenever he'll need to pull it out. Correct. Yeah. 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 So I think that that's it for 31. Did I miss anything? Or do you think it was mostly...
1: No, that that was... That, yeah, that, that it's pretty straightforward. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's it yeah. kind of
0: like a reflection episode. Mm-hmm. Episode 32... It's about an aliens that come sort of demanding recompense but also weirdly they want a good relationship with Earth, or they claim that they want a good relationship with Earth. However, it's
1: the, the the mates? Is that what they're I
0: Yeah, I guess it's yeah. Ma, yeah. I, the the mates come, alien mates come, and I guess thirty years ago one of their kin had shown up on Earth, but when it was discovered that he was an alien, somehow the people in the, in the town where he was living like shot him and he died. Um, Correct. And so this, <laughs> I the this one I feel like was oh no we'll, we'll get into the we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll but <laughs> let's talk about let's just talk about what happened. Um, so the alien comes in, recognize that it's, before they can they can fight it or actually start fighting it. Um, it reaches out to maybe it telepathically. Saying, hey, you know, we, we're friendly, we want to be friends with Earth. But you, Mebius, you're... Oh, I, I should say, g- Team Guys identified that this alien spaceship brought a monster with it. And it's like, what kind of an alien who's not friendly would show up without, with a monster? And Correct. Yeah, so there's 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 a bit of, I guess, like, you're armed. Why'd you show up armed if you're friendly? But, Correct, yeah. <laughs> but... His name is Bayo. Bayo, alien mates. Bayo mates. Alien mates, like a like a food <laughs> delivery service. Um, alien mates. Bayo tells maybe say, hey, you know what? We brought a monster, but to us, you're the monster. Like you're their weapon, also. So you know, it's not like the Earth is so innocent. And this is when he tells them about his kin dying on Earth thirty years ago. Before they can sort of start to build this relationship or agree that, you know, they're trying to work towards peace, Ryu shoots Bao in the hand, and then Bao basically declares war from here. And right.
1: He's like, you haven't changed, you're exactly as, as bad as we thought, and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: And so he starts using his ship to start attacking the town. Mevius transforms to stop him, or stop stop the ship from uh, wrecking the town, but because Mavis now has acted, so then they must reveal their monster. And so that monster comes out, and then this sort of ha- starts happening in the background where they're fighting. But on the ground, Bale's injured, and also sort of assumes a human form to blend in. And mm-hmm. a bunch of kids, the the kinder the from Koyomi's class, I think, they were on a field trip in the area that's being attacked. And they the kids see uh, bail on the ground injured, and they want to go and help. And so there's this like little exchange where they're really trying, and he's I don't think he gets the significance of it it's revealed here that the alien that died 30 years ago is Bao's father. So he's right. got this like hatred and grudge in his heart. And because of that, it turns out also that this alien is sort of powered or motivated by his own like mental state or brainwaves. So this thing is attacking. It's sort of representing his own hatred. And he tells Ryu at this point, like you've got, you know, you have to end that before that thing will stop. Like, like, as if it's going to be too strong for Mavis to take on. And, right. it, you know, maybe is keeping it at bay. But a lot of the resolutions of happening on the ground, I think a person who had met his... Not met his father, but met a kid that his father was, like, taking care of uh, shows up to, like exposite <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> at him like just kind of like no your dad was cool, like liked earth and the the kid that he was helping out left an impression he was a really kind and he you know despite this he actually really loved it loved it here and wanted uh, wanted to be friends so i guess this sort of gives enough of an internal conflict that all of his hate and ra- rage are externalized in the monster that maybe it's defeats in the end there's a moment he, towards he
1: can't even he can't even get over the raid. even though he yeah. wants to like right. he can't get past it and maybe yeah. it has to help him do that
0: yeah and but yeah because it starts going wild maybe it defeats it and then they have an exchange at the end where Ryu seems to want to you know extend friendship from Earth and Beo basically says like we'll we'll hold off until the the flowers that my dad planted. Will bloom or something he wants that idea of a peaceful people that would contact or right. would come from earth and maybe reach alien mates alien, <laughs> I keep <saying> alien mates <laughs> to to connect that will be where their friendship will start i guess right i think that was mostly it for that one yeah did i miss anything yeah
1: no, it uh, pretty much covers it. I think. Yeah, we'll
0: get into that one. I want to. There's a lot I want to talk about there.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. All three of these are, are definitely ones to discuss. Yeah. So.
0: And then uh, episode 33. It's a Tepe focus episode. A classmate says his sister was is possessed by some kind of fire demon, and Tepe is he asks Tepe to help out with that. There's a comedic bit where like they try to get an exorcist to deal with it because he thinks it's a demon at first. <laughs> And it turns out this dude's a schmuck, like he's a, he's a scam artist and he's trying to like charge them like like a stupid amount of money to exercise a demon, but he's not equipped because that's not what this is. And also he's a, he's a faker. So, uh, as it goes along, it turns out there is like an alien that's not, doesn't really have a physical form or a kaiju that doesn't have a physical form, but needs to possess somebody in order to attack or to, to be able to become tangible. And... The girl who's possessed I guess in the past, this had happened, but in the past they weren't so entangled because if anybody injures the monster, the girl will also be injured, so they have okay. to figure out a way to detangle her from it, get rid of the monster without letting it go like Buck wild, and I think it's destroying or it's attacking like a petroleum plant or something so there's there's some moments in there where. Tepe and Mirai are at odds because Tepe doesn't, you know, this is sort of his mission, his project, and he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he also has a crush on the girl because that's Natural. how these things. Yeah. Right. So that's how this, how this works. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mirai is like, I, you know, there are people that could get hurt here. So he's not really fighting him and he, it's, he feels that Mirai feels that he's, he's weak because he can't do everything. And there's even a thought that Captain Sakomizu says to uh, Tepe that, like, even Doctors can't save everybody, but Tepe's still going to do his darndest to try. Uh, They come up with a solution that, that I guess, like, replicates how Ultraman had separated it in the past. So they're going to separate it from, they're going to hit up with, like, a beam, and then the follow-up from EBS will get her free, get her loose from it, Uh, which ends up succeeding. I, I don't even remember if they used if he needed his flame form for it, but uh, I don't think he did. Yeah, so it wasn't It wasn't even, it's not really about that so much as it is, this is a delicate procedure. It's like a surgery. Right. And, you know, they succeed, they get her, get her out of it, but then she has amnesia at the end, so when she's discharged from the hospital, you know, Tepe is like, brought flowers to, like, congratulate her and, you know, maybe make an impression, but uh, it turns out she has a boyfriend, also she doesn't remember you at all. So, <laughs> well, uh, it's okay, and, you know, <laughs> Uh, what I, I guess the the nice thing is that it stings. You can tell he's a little bit hurt, but he's not bitter about it because that's to be this kind of a hero is thankless, and it's right. You know, it would have been nice, I guess, but also that's not why he's what he why he's doing what he's doing. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I think that covers it.
1: Yeah, an interesting group of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I enjoyed all three. I think probably the the te- I mean well so we've talked about this in the past where Ryu feels like the the kind of secret lead of the show, but I feel like Tepe has just like he's he's had a lot of good episodes yeah like this really i guess cemented him it's just like god he's just the, he's just such a sweetheart mm-hmm. of the crew I really enjoyed his focus episode probably the most out of these three mm-hmm. um just because he's he's so funny to see and his i guess his like weighing of the options and so forth all right so let's I guess let's talk about the first episode there yeah um with with mirai being down to me i thought this was a good it wasn't there wasn't necessarily anything like surprising about it but it was a good follow-up to okay we all know mirai's secret now but we stand behind him 100 percent.
0: yeah um there's there's also like undertones of like that you really we've mostly seen from the adjutant because he's such a goof like the, the and I I almost thought there was going to be like a sting or like a camera focus moment when he said the thing about him, like only an alien would make that mistake. I thought that Mirai might be hurt by this, but I don't, and maybe this is me just trying to read too much into it, but it seems like this focus on how could you be friends with an alien? Uh, how can you trust an alien on, uh, on site? And I think that's something that they, 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 it seems like that's what they're going to start to explore because, you know, Ultraman is an ally but they also, I would say, the larger organization maybe doesn't know that or doesn't know that it's him somehow, right? Um, correct. So there's sort of there's something that's brewing.
1: It feels like
0: the I liked the design of the UFO uh, Roboruga.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was a great, great monster. Just like yeah, the
0: it's a cool Robo dragon kind of a thing.
1: It it kind of was, what's the really wide hats like you'd see in like. Kind of like samurai period piece mm, type of stuff, like mm-hmm. feudal Japan, like the really wide, ha- like the UFO. Yeah, obviously wasn't, you know, the eye level wasn't really wasn't being used like it was a big hat, but it kind of had a similar silhouette. Yeah, I thought, mm-hmm. and I liked the little kind of visor beam thing that it was doing. Some really great, just like super destructive scenes from that. Like I oh was, yeah, like anytime that thing was firing, there were just explosions everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was a, a good good monster design. Definitely kind of like top shelf stuff there. No complaints. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. And then sort of like being, I guess, telling the audience that I know how to do this. And everyone's like, I, I, something I really enjoyed is the team coordination. Like even though they only had gun booster available, they were all still able to contribute. Like even uh, Koyomi and Tepe showed up with the maquette monster Wyndham. Like, that was... Right, right. Right, right. So everybody's, like, it's really a team, even though Ultraman is, like, the the heavy hitter. Or the guy who, mm-hmm. you know, the flashy hero.
1: Right. And it seemed, it seemed like a really big... I mean, it wasn't leaned into as much. But with Ryu, like, his, there was really no... Compared to who he was in Episode 1, and his kind of, like, doubt and, I guess, lack of confidence in Ultraman. Mm-hmm. To see him... Like, there's really no hesitation here. Yeah. If you had told me in episode one that the reveal that Mirai is, Mobius, would not have resulted in like a kind of classic superhero like you've been lying to me, you've betrayed me about your identity kind of moment. Instead, right. it's like it seems like discovering that Mobius is Mirai has only kind of like strengthened his, his conviction yeah. in a lot of ways. That right. was really surprising. I thought.
0: Mm-hmm. There, yeah, there's also a moment where I think Mirai says like I'm gonna do it, or I'm I got this, and then. One of, one of them said like, No, we got this like
1: Yeah, yeah. He,
0: the, the, while he's in the while he's in the hospital, they're like he's our Nakama <laughs> So I was like Oh my god. Yeah. Nakama <laughs> Na, Nakama means <laughs> Yeah <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> Yeah. So that was, No but that was it fun.
1: felt like a it felt like a very it wasn't a very risky episode, I guess, but it was a really it was still a very solid episode. I yeah. Think. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's like, oh, the the team backs Mirai. Like that's it was still, I think, quite well done. Mhm. The next one with the alien mate's and thirty two Yes. So it sounds like you really have a lot you wanted to say about this one.
0: Yeah, I would say like it feels like I get what they're trying to go for with this episode. Like the this this friendship, um, this there's just some stuff that's, like, weird. It's like, hey, hey, we came here to be friends, but also, like, we brought a gun, like, you know, like, but also, but that's because we know you have a gun, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, there's this sure. weird animosity, which, of course, we find out is because it's almost like a revenge, tilted revenge plot thing, where Bayo comes in knowing that they killed his dad, his dad died here under mm-hmm. unknown circumstances, or yeah and and also it was like but then also that's kind of undercut just by they kind of said oh this kid like ran away from home or he was having trouble with his parents or or something and that's why he was like living with this like this old man (laughs) it was just this homeless (laughs) old man and, and a boy and it's like yeah i mean that's a little uh like obviously this that's not what we're we're looking at but also like, why did they decide to kill him? And then nobody took care of this kid. And they just called him an alien. Also, like, there's just there's some yeah. weird uh, there's some weird tone stuff going on here. And then the when which what I thought was good was or something I thought was good was the talk when Bayo talking to Mebius. They they're reaching out to shake hands, and it's like okay, they've come to an agreement. But then Rio just shoots Bayo in the hand. Like, there's nothing threatening about that action, and you don't even have this like. You know, Ryu showed up and, oh no, like he's going to hurt him or something. And then he shoots him. Like, there's no, for him, He he's too trigger happy in that shot. Right. And then also later on, he, I mean, he kind of addresses, like, I'm not, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be the one to say this, but can you try Earth again? It's like, yeah, you probably should say sorry first, maybe, <laughs> or something. He shot this dude in the hand, like, un- unwarranted. And then... I, there's this, like, kind of through line in the episode also with this kid who's digging holes, who was the kid that the, the previous alien Matis was taking care of. uh, Correct, yeah. That, like, it almost felt like, do, should we know this person? Like, I I was like, oh, and that guy grew up to be Sakomizu or something. Like, they smile kind of similarly. But that didn't happen, so it was just like, where's this guy now? I heard he died, maybe. Like, (laughs) it was weird. Like, that was it was odd to not tie that into something or that guy was going to show up because Koyomi mentions that her principal had this like, really like you should be understanding. Don't judge an alien on site because you don't know if they're good or bad. How could you know? Mm-hmm. It's just another life form. They feel pain just like anybody else. Like there's some good stuff in here, but yeah, there's some weird undercuts. Also, this is just a pet, like a personal, like, what the f- Um, I don't like the alien wearing the he- human hair wig. I just (laughs) i don't like it i like i liked him a lot better when he had like a human shape afterwards i was like just don't do the hair you could have just been an alien you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i definitely felt like there was some kind like i was expecting a different connection to the present yes like it's like okay so the young man yeah i'm like we're gonna meet him yeah okay no it's the young okay so it's the young girl she must be the teacher we're seeing yeah. No, that's the principal we don't meet
0: yeah and then the principal just walks on walks on yeah. from stage right
1: <laughs> like yeah like like oh hmm? yeah I, I don't know like it And then like what happened to him where's yeah. he at oh he just disappeared but i like to think he's still out there digging i, I was like wow yeah. oh, what are we doing here?
0: What? Yeah. It's this, it's, I don't know if it's supposed to be a loose end. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll find out later. I don't know.
1: Sure. maybe That's true. Um, but it, it definitely but, felt a little awkward in the moment. Yeah. yeah um, like, I don't, though,
0: like, the... I don't know your dad, but I knew a guy who knew your dad. and He said he was, it was cool. Earth was cool. Yeah. Like he totally, <laughs> totally said Earth was cool. You know, like,
1: yeah, it's what? A, it's a little, it's a little funky. It's not, it's like there's something. Off. Not, yeah there's something a little off about it even though like the core message is really good yeah and the scenes with like the kids coming over and offering the little kerchiefs and stuff that was all really good yeah that was super um, cute
0: I, I was like oh yeah. like yeah maybe we don't all suck like yeah not all and, like, terrible
1: the, the, the idea that like you know we you know people can be taught to hate but they can also be taught to uh to do good and to be good and like you know it it's there, yeah, right? Like right. there's, there's a good episode in there. And I I did like the moment of him like being unable to let go of his hatred because I mean that would be the ultimate thing, right? Like, oh, I saw a couple kids give me some handkerchiefs, so I'm just willing to forgive it immediately. Like that's kind of what you expect, but he's yeah. like like even he's rooting on Ultraman to kind of rid him of this like hatred that he's carried around. For yeah, years. I like I liked that.
0: Yeah, that was really great. Like it was yeah. a really strong moment, but it's kind of like mired in some weird yeah. something else that's happening like
1: yeah and like yeah. you said with ryu shooting it's like it,
0: nothing it, why did you shoot him i was like, right. like don't like do under- that
1: yeah it's like i understand in the moment why we need this to happen yeah for the episode to work yeah but that feels like something that ryu would have done 20 episodes ago yes like 100 like it's a yeah. very hot-headed thing yeah and like like give, and like give me like a shot of you episode,
0: showing up on the scene and there's something threatening about the angle like, I need a little right. bit more for why he right. would be so aggressive. Also, it's Mebius. Like, he's going to be fine. Why yeah, did you shoot that Meebius. guy? <laughs> you just, yeah, you like, didn't need to do, do it.
1: Especially yeah. when the episode, be- I mean, I guess the two episodes before have been, like, him coming to terms with b- being best friends with an alien. Like, it feels like he would be...
0: Yeah, more open... Even to...
1: less inclined to come out kind of guns blazing. Yeah, like, give you know... me...
0: Like, maybe if if Baio had been threatening him, actually, or, like, grabbed him... <sighs> yeah. Was gonna grab him by right. the collar, or, or like, mistook a, 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 a... I don't know, remote for a weapon or something. Just so, give me right. something there.
1: Yeah, like Mirai being in danger, and him feeling like, oh, now I need to save him or Yeah, him, and yeah. Because yeah, like, I that would have made...
0: That, I would have understood that as why you would retaliate or why you would be so aggressive Mm -hmm. in that moment but Mm -hmm. exactly yeah but but anyway like a little weird but the core is really good and the through Mm -hmm. line with the hole digging boy was really weird i still thought like it was gonna i thought it was gonna be somebody (laughs) that we knew like why even why add the layer of an observer why couldn't it had just have been the hole digging boy who became the principal (laughs)
1: I know but it seems so obvious I kept thinking about this is gonna sound ridiculous yeah I kept thinking about that Shia LaBeouf movie holes oh my god uh-huh you know, like, yeah because <laughs> at the end there's all the holes being dug yeah and it's supposed to be like this somber moment but I'm like Shia LaBeouf's out there digging <laughs> <laughs> I just. And then, I and then he
0: fades away like he's gone <laughs> I need to I'll clip it I need to clip that for later it's too <laughs> weird
1: he died on the way back to his home planet, Earth, yeah. which he was already on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it seems so weird to, like, not have him feature... Yeah. Him. I don't know. Like, it could have been...
0: Weird call. Th- yeah, I really thought it was, like, because this was 30 years ago. It could have been Sakumizu. Like, you could have had a cut to him. Because even the way he smiled was Sakomizu-ish. Like, the way oh, he kind of, right. like, like, leaned and, like, smiled with his mouth closed. Um... Mm-hmm. I don't know. The...
1: Yeah, yeah. It Seemed like an obvious layup that they just didn't yeah. do anything with, right? Yeah, because um, then,
0: because then that guy gets into guides, he becomes a pilot. Like that seems like that would be the. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, maybe we're
1: over this. Yeah, for one <laughs> yeah. um But no, I agree. It, there's a good. There's a really good core message here that was really just kind of mired down by some very odd decisions. Yes. Uh, okay, so then the last one, 33, where Tepe's uh, friend calls him over because the girl was possessed basically. yes mm-hmm. i mean she was infected but essentially she was possessed psychic horror movie girl right like that's the yeah the the, the basic framework here this is an interesting one it, it's definitely within the bounds of i mean first off again like i said tepe anything with tepe i think is terrific mm-hmm. his actor is is such a good job at playing this kind of kooky, awkward kind of kid character without making him feel too childish so i i think that was great yeah the the the, the and the framing here with the again i call her a psychic girl cuz she's she screams and things go poorly right like it's yeah. kind of like the things, psych, the psychic power fire.
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> like that's the that's the thing and even have she reminds me of um the sort of i guess you'd call her the antagonist but i guess sort of pseudo protagonist of gamma 3 Right, the young girl who has uh, uh, a psychic connection with Iris, uh, the, the kaiju. That's a, a good way to link a sort of human scale character with a kaiju sized character is to have some kind of like psychic bond between them in some way. Yeah. So, I, I but that it was a little it was a little odd with her, I guess. But I I, re- I think it really pays off just because the ending fight to me was really really good. Yeah. Just terrific tokusatsu work
0: yeah because they
1: fight in a big oil field
0: there's some dark souls dodge rolls in there (laughs) 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 like when he lets go uh femagon sort of like catches fire and he like rolls away like (laughs) two or three times before attacking (laughs) and i was like "Mm, dark souls
1: (laughs) i mean look a a five story Fire-breathing chicken, yeah, with test testicles on either side of its beak. Yes, yeah. that is a Dark Souls beast. That's like, right. Who are we kidding? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I'll show you a
0: picture later. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no!
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it was, I, I just think like the, uh, and one of my uh, my buddies on BLT says this all the time that the best kaiju fights are at night mm. because you can you can kind of cloud some of the more obvious. It's easier to kind of couch your suspension disbelief, mm-hmm. that extra veneer of the kind of like the darkness, yeah. right? It hides some of the the unreality of it, and uh, I have to agree because uh, you know this this like night fight at a burning uh, like oil refinery or whatever, just just terrific. Oh yeah, really, yeah. really good stuff.
0: You yeah, get really fun stuff with the lights, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent,
1: and all the big like rever- him like reverse pulling in all the fire. <laughs> I swear I've seen Femigon. Maybe it's an Ultraman Zed that I'm thinking. Hmm. I know I've seen him in a more modern series because as soon as he came on, I was like, I know this chicken. <laughs> I, I know this rooster. I've seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I swear he must have been in maybe 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 G-G'd or maybe maybe Zed. I don't know, but he's he's that that creature has shown up again. I'm which again it's Ultraman, so of course, but of
0: course, yeah. <laughs>
1: What, what did you? Th- how did you feel about this one and kind of how it played out?
0: I love a Tepe focus. I like that he was really trying to use his skills to figure out how to solve this. Mm. But it did seem a bit like he was trying to shoulder a lot of it on his own for, for some reason. Uh, rather than working with a team. Like, And there is a really good moment here too where Mebius is about to attack. And Tepe says, don't do it! Because like... Uh, the i mean the consequence of him not not attacking potentially could have been these two two miners or uh what do you call them factory workers were trapped in the rubble could have been killed so that's that's what he was doing and i didn't know if like tepe didn't notice that like or he missed it somehow or was gonna get like
1: uh,
0: admonished for it um the because not admonished but you know like being told, "Hey, she could have killed some people, also. So, what do we protect? Right. What do we? Because that's really interesting, too. It's like, you know, we're we're trying to help people, but at the cost of killing a person. Like, at what are we trading lives here? Or what what is what what is the right. consequence of protecting? You know, what is the consequence of Earth justice here?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So the like this conflict between them was really like not refreshing but it was like kind of exciting for a moment like like are these ideals going to clash more or are they going to just come together and not just come together but are they going to come together and figure out a solution so that, absolutely yeah naturally they did so of course naturally
1: yeah yeah it was a uh, it was good i and i think the uh, the 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 play up at the end was, was pretty funny. I mean, it, it's oh, frank, that, like, yes. like, yeah, like, you know, Tepe gets the suit and he gets his hair done. He has the huge bouquet yeah. and it's kind of played up like he, guy, um, guy
0: gets the girl for saving her life.
1: Right. And it, it and it's, it, it's kind of played with this angle of like, Oh, poor Tepe, you know, he, he did all that for nothing or, or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's not really the case. Yeah. But I, uh, It Uh, is funny that it's, like, he never thought to ask, like, maybe she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Right? (laughs) It never crossed his mind to ask in the first place. No. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And also,
0: I mean, there's a little bit of tragic uh, tragedy in that, and that she doesn't remember him at all. But like, sure. the, you know, from the angle of the shot that she was coming at him, it's going to be, I was like, oh, it's going to be a dude like behind him. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: The, the slow-mo run. Like, who are we kidding? Him yeah. holding his arms out? Yeah.
0: Who you well, kidding? also, yeah. Who you, you, you're kidding yourself, dude. Yeah. Um, but then. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: You just played yourself. <laughs> yeah. But what
0: else? But on the other side of things. I love that, like, the bros are, like, on standby for him. They're just like, you got this, dude, you got this. And even, like, when she's in the hot... Even when she's in the the, the guy's lab, Ryu and George are, like, spying on them with with uh, Mirai. And uh, I think Koyomi comes in and says, hey, leave him alone. That's not... You're not supposed to be doing that. And Mirai doesn't know. Like, he's oh, no! Are we doing something bad? Like... And that's when they get up, and then, of course, the the Tepe and and the girl like lo- are looking at them through the glass. Like you weren't really hiding anything, but like, come on, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so that's that's
0: really fun. I enjoyed that a lot.
1: Yeah, it was that was, was good. A lot a lot of good character interaction. Yes, and some good monster fighting, but a little more tenuous on the uh, and a good thematic too. But some of the some of the the details again a little bit. Maybe don't quite hit as well, but I, I do, and I do like the captain stepping up, yeah. more and being that sort of more paternal figure, mm-hmm. you know, for the gang, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think it works. I think it works well. Yeah. Okay. So, do we want to get into episode thirty-four then, my friend?
0: Yes, let's do it.
1: All right let's let's go. And we're
0: back. So that was episode 34 of Ultraman Mebius. Man, I'm not that familiar with Ultraman Leo, but... I, that was kind of great like he comes off oh yeah he comes off as like kind of a jerk to start but it's kind of maybe it's not like like old school like kind of toxic if i'm to be honest kind of toxic masculinity thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're not you're not worthy of protecting my hometown by the way here's a bunch of clues that i'm not gonna tell you are clues like because <laughs> i really actually yeah. secretly want you to be the guy
1: right yeah i have to treat i have to treat you tough so that you toughen up yeah. and don't have the same mistakes i did etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh-huh.
0: but let's let's do a quick summary a quick recap of it so the the episode opens up with uh, memius basically getting his butt kicked by alien reflect uh this thing that can reflect or absorb any any energy mm-hmm. wave or energy weapons energy attacks any beam
1: attacks Any yeah it seems pretty much impervious, kind of full stop.
0: Yeah, like, hitting, he's got a shield, so that's not going to work. Like, normal attacks aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. And the, the, he basically has maybe a stead to rights. So he's like, ah, it's too easy. I can kill you anytime. And he, like, pieces out. Team guys goes to this island because they receive, like, some kind of signal. And they kind of are reflecting on this island that years ago had been, like, the inhabitants had been annihilated by uh, something that had happened there. And uh what was awaiting them there was actually uh, Ultraman Leo in human form who who challenges or sort of dismisses Mabius mm-hmm. as the protector of Earth, saying that like if you can't beat me then you can't protect you can't protect this place. And right. they have a fight, they have a fight <laughs> Leo wins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ultraman, Ultraman. Yeah um so he team guys also kind of sticks up for him by like pulling you know breaking out their guns and and they're Mm -hmm. they they're ready to defend him but then leo says something about if you depend if you end up depending on your weapons that you become weaker or something Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh so then everyone's just kind of like in shock uh they then go to think about how to do it or what what they can do as a solution. And the other members of Team Guys suggest that he actually was trying to offer him a hint because looking at the anatomy of uh, Alien Reflect, you could strike really hard and maybe pierce his shell, which uh, they it's not, an attack like Ultraman Taros could achieve that. But, maybe it's, but Mirai figures that he can't, his strength is not at that level, so he goes out to train with a, a great training montage. Uh,
1: yes. In the woods, doing karate, yeah. as one does.
0: Yeah, breaking wooden poles. Um, and in the end,
1: he... He sees Ryu start up, because like the, the, the the gang comes out to help yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right.
0: Um, and, and he's, I guess, reflecting on fight having to fight alone, because it, th- it seems that there was some kind of tragedy or some kind of loss on Leo's side, Mm -hmm. and so Mirai is sort of having to confront this idea, but then when team guys, like, comes in, and then they're like, hey, this is enough broken wood to make a a bonfire, so they they kind of relax for a little bit, and they don't have the matches, so Ryu has to start a fire using, like, rubbing, rubbing, not sticks together, but rubbing, creating friction, and Mm -hmm. uh, Mirai totally sees that, he's like, I'm gonna figure out how to use that later, And uh, with his strengthened kick, he ends up fighting Alien Reflect again, and comes up with like a drill kick attack to defeat him. And it seems like that's working, but Alien Reflect turns out it's kind of petty. And he grabs, he wraps his chain around Ryu in the air, uh, around um, Gun Phoenix. Uh, Taro has to step in, and they both just beat the hell out of Alien Reflect. (laughs) like. (laughs) It's it's a Yeah, he gets worked. Yeah. It's, that's that's <laughs> a really fun one. So yeah, together they they defeat him, they recognize the lesson that Taro was trying to impart, and then Taro I keep saying Taro. Leo is trying to impart. Leo sort of declares him worthy or or being able to protect prote- mm-hmm. the protector of Earth.
1: Yeah.
0: I think what was that was it. It was a pretty another kind of straightforward one, but also like a fun callback to one, I'm, an Ultraman I'm really not that familiar with.
1: Yeah. I, I also am not really super familiar with Leo. Yes. I'm um, actually more familiar with Taro because he's shown up. I, I've not watched either of their series, but mm. Taro has shown up more in the series than I have watched. So I'm slightly <clears throat> more familiar with it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't really, having no experience with Leo really, uh, I really liked this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really good. thought it was really strong. Yeah. Um. Uh, some like you said, there's some expected elements, but also some that I really didn't expect I guess, because uh, uh, let's talk about it I guess, because this is a, a similar setup to not only the Taro episode, mm-hmm. but in a way kind of the ones with the other what's the other Ultra Ultraman um, Su- the blue one in the series Surugi, Surugi yeah, Surugi's character yeah. Like w- we've had a number of Mabius meets another Ultra yeah. um, who is kind of a I don't want to say paternal figure but kind of an older brother type yeah. figure at least yeah. on some level, he even right, calls him like experienced ultra. he even
0: calls him like big bro or like yeah, yeah
1: yeah so like we've we've had a couple of these already and i was like i, I kind of even thought like are we really doing this again yeah but this has a much different flavor oh yeah because uh, because the implied
0: history of it right
1: yeah yeah leo is is no nonsense and very cruel yeah and uncompromising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think particularly showing up and like the guys are like, Hey, we'll shoot you. And he's like, Oh, you have to use weapons because you're weak. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> and put the weapons. Away. <laughs> they just start crying. You know? No, we're not. Like, <laughs> Sh- shut up. So he shames them all. He doesn't really ever impart any, like, it's like a man has to fight alone. You know, like he doesn't really ever impart like a positive message, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like in fact I would say that, that Mabius kind of learns a lesson that Leo didn't want him to learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like because because Mabius, like, you know, Mirai learns the the drill kick from his friends Yeah. who Leo was kind of trying to encourage him, like, hey, you don't need these people because you'll lose them like I lost my people. Yeah. Like you need to learn to be self reliant right. and learn to be and harden yourself. Like he really didn't even want him to learn the lesson in that sense, I think like it's kind of an interesting texture to it, yeah. that he, but he still kind of came around for
0: mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then we get the sick team fight, yeah. but yeah, yeah. The, the, the implication that his like, and no, the, not implication, they straight up said it, the M-MAC? MAC Mac. I, I don't remember what it's, yeah, the... uh, but his, you know, his uh, super science patrol uh, mm-hmm. got annihilated and that's right. I. i'm not that familiar i'm not familiar with leo at all so to hear that is like oh no like that sounds really yeah. sad for a <laughs> uh, modern ultra man like it, i would be upset if that happened to team guys like
1: yeah and i guess it must be a bit of history that that leo had a lot of two-parter episodes right um yeah because i i mean i remember watching the original Ultraman, and i i think it's i think it's Gamora that's the first monster that he ever had to do a two-parter with. Mm. Um I don't I think it was Gamora. It's either Gamora or Red King. No, I think it was Gamora. But I remember that being a big deal because I was watching I was like, "Whoa, this is a two-parter." Yeah. Like he's the first monster that's really challenged Ultraman to that level. Mm-hmm. So the idea of Leo being all two-parters is and sort of weaving that into the shows that I guess the later narrative here for these characters of like yeah. no he lost every fight yeah right like so he's, he a basically only...
0: he's a loser he's
1: <laughs> but, but he never loses twice in. right yeah. but like from his perspective yeah. you can't mess around mm-hmm. there is no easy victory it's all like a challenge right. yeah for leo mm-hmm. and so like of course he's kind of like bitter mm-hmm. and you know kind of hard to the sort of trials and tribulations of this life because you know he struggled a lot more with it and that's a that's an interesting character perspective i guess yeah yeah
0: oh oh we had this like really nice moment a couple of really really nice moments with ryu uh that i was missing from episode well i mean he was he was still there in episode 32 but also he 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 was reflecting with mirai uh, after mirai was training or while he was training and there was like it, in in it felt to me like there's the guy I was looking for, not the guy who's just mm. gonna mm. like even at the sort of start of the episode when they go enter the island with their guns out, it's like oh yeah they gotta be cautious, but it was like what are you what are you guys doing? What's happening here? Yeah, <laughs> but then there's this like nice moment where you know with the knowledge that Mirai is an alien, he's probably never had like a roasted sweet potato and they were like excited to share that with him and i was like i was like
1: oh like that's so sweet like uh, (laughs) uh, like, (laughs) my heart uh, the sweetness (laughs) yeah
0: and then of course like the the i've never actually seen this happen in real life but he does the thing where like you take a stick and you what cut like a hole or a space where you can create a lot of friction by rubbing it back and forth and he starts a fire right yeah Starts a fire that way that contributes or that gives um, mirai the idea to to add a spin to his kick to to make Mm. it more powerful (laughs) but but the actual implementation of it is is kind of silly because he he does the kick lands like connects with with alien reflect and then starts spinning yeah so (laughs) um but then he gets a second one where he started spinning before they made contact so it's more like a drill kick
1: but right yeah it's like he does eventually figure out hey i can do this mid-flight <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it's a uh, it was definitely interesting and of course very very writer kick mm-hmm. uh, but uh I, of course that opens up the terrific gritty ending mm. with mm-hmm. him and leo kicking through alien reflect mm. and that that low angle shot looking up past them as it explodes in the air i mean just you know we love that stuff there's a reason why it works so well for common writer oh yeah and uh it definitely has i mean there's an appeal to it. i love me some Ultraman, you know laser beams but yeah there's something a visceral about the kick yeah yeah that's right? that's it's just
0: the, the the ultra the specium beam is iconic Sure. However, I'm generally, it, it, what the Sentai roll call is where they, they combine their weapons into a big blast or something. Mm. I've always yeah. been more in favor of like a more physical, like a more like hands-on thing. And Absolutely. so, yeah, the kick is generally my favorite. To, and to see it like this, because I wasn't, I, I, I would not have guessed we were going to get a rider kick in the episode. <laughs> like No, not at all. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So that the physicality of it is. It's a, mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: And the fight with the the fight with Leo was really really I mean rare, you know, wrestlerish, I guess cuz you have these two. I mean Ultras are already kind of more in the wrestling vein. Yeah. yeah. You know, they 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 move like pro wrestlers and fight like pro wrestlers yeah. as opposed to say Sentai and Kamen Rider which typically do more of a kind of martial arts appeal kind of action appeal yeah um so seeing 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 maybe and leo kind of go at it like two wrestlers and then getting to do like you know they do the thing where they they grabbed alien reflect on either end and threw him like they were throwing into the ropes and stuff you know that was all really great yeah and, and good visceral fighting so
0: i i want to check the one check the wiki to be sort of strengthen this opinion a little bit there is uh, this you know he's a very like fight with your hands kind of a guy and so you mm-hmm. it it, it it was saying that his, his fighting style is more in the line of like, you know, using your hands and getting in there. And um, sure. even his strength in his kick was like, he, it starts off like him jumping a thousand meters into the air. Um, right. So, you know, there are ultras that are a little more wrestling style. I would, That's the classic, right. That's the classic stance kind of wide, kind of low. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, which one is it? There are Ultras that use a little bit more of like a boxing stance. True. And so to see that this is... I think this is closer to maybe like a karate kind of approach. And just the way it blends with both of them. I, I do know. I, I love seeing this kind of a team-up thing. I'm a sucker for that kind of thing anyway. Like even if, even oh, if yeah, I'm not absolutely. familiar with the character. The old and the new. Oh, that's what it was. Initially when Leo transforms it's just like he just becomes Leo. like he trans he does his thing and then they turn around and they there he is in his glory mm-hmm. <laughs> um but in the second one we get the actual like footage from the old sh- i assume they spliced in footage from the old show in glorious 4-3 Inglorious filter and pushing a model towards the camera like a physical thing yeah. towards the camera. i love it so <laughs>
1: much yeah absolutely yeah. And with uh, with Leo adding on to that with his like you're saying, like the karate, like the punches, right? Those those consistent repeated punches that he would do mm-hmm. particularly. Bo- um, they just
0: bodied Alien Reflect. Like.
1: <laughs> poor, yeah, Alien Reflect really had him going there at the beginning, yeah. but boy, by the end, poor guy. He was he was getting worse. Well, he was gonna um... he was
0: like gonna hurt Ryu, so no, we're not we're not cool with yeah. this. That being said, big fan of like a t- like we were both kinda caught off guard that Alien Reflect comes in not only beating the hell out of uh, Mebius, but also, like... <laughs> like, he's, like, taunting him and flexing on him. So, mm-hmm. Rare is the talking kaiju, but also this one is very smug and cool. And also, I would like a figure, so let me look that up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah 100%. Alien Reflect, we gotta talk about Alien Reflect's design. What a great monster design. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Just The LEDs
0: on the chest...
1: Yeah, oh. I, I, the, just like
0: clearly a man. ball that ex- stands up like you, you, you could, he didn't do it, but you could totally picture like this wrecking ball landing on earth, crash landing on earth in a crater and then like the arms popping out and then it's standing up, right? Yeah. It didn't yeah, happen, yeah, but... but you could see it happen.
1: Right, exactly. Like you could mentally picture it 100%. Like what a great kind of um, battle porcupine kind of monster with the uh, the added interest of like the the he had the the sword he had the chain he had the guns and the shields those mm-hmm. were all kind of unexpected weapons i think mm-hmm. for, to me at least i didn't expect him to have such versatility in his weapon oh yeah um mm-hmm. which was an extra added he, he did feel like a legitimate threat mm-hmm. that took uh two ultras to beat and looked terrific when maybe a you know, is doing the big kick on his shield. Mm-hmm. We get the like the battle damage shield bit on the suit, too. That was really nice. And I really liked, in terms of the CG effects, I really like when Mabius was doing his spin kick. Mm. It had the kind of the Mobius strip, like kind oh. of double helix effect yeah. around. Like, it wasn't just like a cone of fire. It had kind of like that twirly Mabius glow in there. Mm-hmm. That was a really nice touch. Like, mwah. Agreed, agreed. In terms of hilarity, I got... What? The, oh, the Mirai, yes. Yeah. Mirai training in the woods. Yeah. And, like, his face when he's kicking those logs He's so intense. Yeah. He, his eyes are just like... Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh I'm evil, I'm evil now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feral becoming. now. I'm as mean as Leo is. <laughs>
0: Because, like, we, we expected him to start kicking it, but then he starts, yeah, because he's, like, kicking, um, I don't know what the word for this is, but it's, like, it's a, a pole wrapped in, in this, in rope. Oh, right, and yeah. He, so he's kicking these over and over, but then at some point he starts breaking them in one hit, and it's just, like, uh, like, are you gonna be alright? Like, is he? Yeah.
1: He's not gone too
0: far, oh. is he? What happened yeah. to my sweet baby boy?
1: <laughs> my, what have they done to my son? <laughs> yeah, I, so that was that was kind of it was hard not to laugh a little bit at that. I guess just because it was unexpected, yeah. in terms of how <laughs> tense he's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, I, I really liked this episode. I thought this was a really strong one. Yeah. and not what I expected. I, I was I was at first a little kind of miffed that we were getting another of these, but it ended up being one of the better kind of guest appearances for both for the series. And also I just kind of like, I really like this framing. Like not only is he a disapproving kind of mentor figure, but he's disapproving for all these like tragic reasons. And he never really changes his position on them per se. Like, he's not like he goes like, Ah, oh, I realize now, you know, my life wasn't so tragic. Like, he's still pretty bitter about oh, it. Yeah. And all those bad things still did happen. Yeah. He just... Is like, okay, I guess you make the cut. Yeah. You know, you didn't necessarily even learn exactly the lesson I wanted, but I, I think I think Earth is in good hands now.
0: Right on. Yeah.
1: Anything else that we wanted to say before we get into uh ye old Twitter questions? I
0: think we covered it.
1: I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so let me pull up the Twitter questions. We got we got a, a good few. Got a good few. So, uh, from the Bagel fourteen, uh he asks, Do you guys watch Ultraman Trigger? If so, do you like it? I liked it but not as much as Zed.
0: Did not Did watch... you watch any of Trigger? Which one's Trigger I did not watch very much of Trigger. I think I only saw like one or two episodes. Cause Trigger's the one where the dude does he go to Earth or Mars? Is that right? He goes to Mars yeah. and there he's got
1: the little plant. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh-huh.
0: I didn't I didn't watch very much of that one.
1: I did, like, yeah, I did like
0: I did like Z a lot, Z a lot.
1: Oh yeah, Zed is really really good. Yeah, I think maybe that's part of the problem that Trigger's coming up against. Yeah, I mean sure Trigger had the cool like... villains. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tr- the the um the 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 giantess and her like two kind of goons. I like the villain team angle. Yeah. I, uh... That's the problem. Is the trigger isn't Zed? <gasps> like that's its biggest sin, I think. Uh-huh. And that's a. It's not its fault per se. Yeah. But what a tough act to follow. Yeah. Um... <laughs>
0: but also, there's something about it being like Tiga two, right? Like there was some element of right. It's it's. T- t- Twee <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bryant- Sorry. No, it's okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know I, how do you put it. I guess it, it is not. Hmm. It's definitely in the shadow of a, of an ultra I haven't seen, and it's coming off of a really really strong solo entry, right? I mean, all the ultras have been really interconnected, but Zed is very much you know like like Jeed before it and so forth. It's like a a, a strong. You can enjoy it by itself kind of series whereas this feels like there's a heavy because it's a tiga anniversary season type thing there's a heavy tiga nostalgia since i haven't seen tiga right maybe i'm not connecting with it as much and there seemed to be an implication with the plant of kind of like a cthulhu kind of thing oh okay right yeah like i kind of got the vibes that it was like this like elder being kind of thing i'm not saying it's out of bounds but it's not the Elder Mythos stuff, and maybe I misread it, but that's not really my mm, favorite thing. I see. So, uh, but I didn't have any problems with Trigger. It just was not like man. Zed just grabbed you by the collar and was like, "You're gonna watch me and love me," and I was like, "I am like <laughs> <laughs> I, do. I will. I, do. I will chant your name." I mean, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that that so that triangular effect when he's transforming, and then yeah everything going on with storage yeah i i didn't finish it i didn't finish C, but i really remember that like it was really cool but
1: um, yeah.
0: so i guess this the short answer is yes but not it's not not that it's bad but yes <laughs> yes i like right that Z, yeah. Z that's,
1: more yeah. that that's really the problem ultimately Let's see which i think is the general consensus i didn't see a lot of excitement after about 2 or 3 weeks of trigger airing if I'm being honest, now mm-hmm. it's something I still plan to go back and watch because, I, again, committing to watching even one Sentai or Common Rider season—that's like two Ultra seasons, right? So I do intend to go back and watch it. Yeah. Um, but it, it—I keep putting things, other things, further up the list, which is a shame. Well, that's just how um, it, that's just how it is. Yeah, it's how it goes. How life goes. Only, only one life to live. Devon twelve twenty four asks a bit of a long question. You guys both enjoy games quite a bit. We do. So what is your dream pitch for a Toku game? It can be a video game, tabletop RPG, or TCG. What genre, what franchise if any, and maybe any ideas for gameplay? I personally would like a Sentai game similar to Dynasty Warriors.
0: Um, I mean, they have those, they have those uh Rider games that are like that. Uh the I forget what it's actually called.
1: Oh, that's right. Is it like Heroes World or uh, hold on, what am I trying to No,
0: I know the, that's a character action game, I think. Um, but there is a like a Dynasty Warriors like like a Musso writer game. Right. Common rider. Uh let me see, what is it called? This is all <laughs> the Common Rider game stuff. Hold on. Common rider climax muso. Wait. That, is that new? Maybe. This might be something else. But yeah, there's a few there's a few Muso games. <sighs> I feel like character action would be the one for me. I played like a really fun 2D brawler that came out around the time X8 came out, and it had, like, mm. you're, like, saving a bunch of riders that are locked up in this, like, arcade prison, which is pretty fun.
1: Mm. That is cool. I guess...
0: I, I, I don't know if you could pull this off, but I would say, like, proper character action multiplayer thing would be really fun. Mm. Yeah, that would
1: be nice. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if it was just a strong character action game, like a Devil May Cry-ish game, I think that would be sick.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know... Uh... One thing that, of course, comes to mind is that there are some good existing video games, even that we've gotten. I think that fall in the oove, right? Like, Beautiful Joe, yes, terrific, right. really fun game,
0: yes, wonderful. Uh, Chroma 101. Squad, oh yeah, wonderful. One hundred one,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Chroma Squad kind of hit a lot of my switches just because like it has the XCOM kind of framing yeah right you've got a little bit of of base building and upgrading and then you've got these kind of turn-based battles and stuff yeah Um, the power of the power of imagination
0: i think also like yeah yeah your your armor is made of like actual like cardboard and buckets and stuff (laughs) at the beginning
1: yeah right (laughs) or like you have these like weapons and stuff and it'll say like well it looks pretty good on vhs like you know yeah no honestly
0: the chrome squad like i i think that's like really solid for that kind of experience yeah. because you get to Absolutely. use you get to use all your members you get to use all the colors you want
1: mm-hmm. you
0: have like these giant you have the kaiju battles and there's mm-hmm. even like extra rangers or even like a common rider path that i didn't get to explore mm-hmm. so there's that's that was so fun i want to go back now yeah yeah
1: yeah, th- those are all great games. So I think we have. Obviously, I would love for we, us to have more, but I don't think we're underserved. I got We've it. Also got I got it. I know what classic. it is. I
0: know what it is. Oh, uh, okay. I want a cart racer. I want a common rider cart racer. racer. Right?
1: Would be, there would be more in one three-minute race. There would be more motorcycle action than a whole season <laughs> of Modern <laughs> Combat. <laughs> 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 but i mean like um, you could
0: do it you could do it you could throw oh, the God, rider kicks in hard. you get really dirty with the action
1: all the different power ups you could pick up would be different henchin forms mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. right
0: yeah yeah
1: you, you could okay so the, the equivalent i think to the mario lightning effect where the whole track gets hitting you get smaller is that you have something where you you play your season's opening yeah and everyone is is dancing <laughs> and can't control as well right like they're all like just <laughs> You know, Denno, jamming out to your OP. Deno
0: grabs the the Deno grabs it. It's a train. Momotaros and crew are performing in the background like <laughs> glorious. Okay. It would be amazing. That's it. That's um, the one. Anyway, what are you gonna say?
1: Imagine imagine Momotaros like shaking your screen mm. like the squid effect so you can't see. Like he oh, grabs move, I can't He see. grabs
0: the camera and he's just like
1: Yeah, Ugh. yeah. No, okay. Well, now, now I want the cart raiser. Uh-huh. Another thing that just crossed my mind though would be to do a common rider style game. So you're pretty much just doing the sort of like ground level stuff, mm-hmm. but build it in the like the Yakuza engine. Ooh. Right? Where you've got like some kind of like cityscape area, and you're there's maybe a main quest, but you've got some different, you, you know, the different. Obviously, like Kiryu has like the different like fighting modes yeah can easily be yeah. three or four different transformations uh-huh. you're exploring side missions you're helping people you I may mean, have some side missions where you just aren't in your suit
0: just mod yakuza pc with a rider in instead of kiryu and swap out all of the enemy models for different mooks from different games or from different riders and there it is like
1: Ben. Banjo-Ryuga from uh, uh, Kamen Rider Build, you know, Baka-Mitai, like, oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> dabe Dabe Dabe.
1: <laughs> That's the Dame-dane guy, Kamen Rider. There he is. Uh, his name is Mr. Yakuza? Uh-huh. No, I think that would be an easy model, because we've seen a similar model with the um, the Fist of the North Star Lost yes, Paradise.
0: Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that kind of like sorrowful hero who punches his way through problems and helps other people solve theirs. I mean, I think that's pretty much the common writer model anyway. I mean, some of them, like say double, would map almost perfectly oh, yeah. onto that framework, right? With the whole mystery element. Um so yeah, I think and you could have I mean, obviously, uh you know, Majima is a little little over the top in some senses, but he's basically a hot blooded secondary writer. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, yeah. You've already got that dynamic, pretty much. Yeah,
0: you could. I guess on that kind of note, this is this is an aside. It's not really related. In Yakuza Seven, the job change system—you actually have to go to a job center and change your character's job, (laughs) like reclass your character. uh, Which rules? They were, I mean, deliberately, and this is fine. It's not a complaint. They were kind of like. Maybe more, like, typical kind of jobs, like chef or construction worker or whatever, which is great. I love it. Right. I would flip. I would flip if they threw in, like, stunt actor or, like...
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Saturday Morning yeah. Hero or something for the next... Because they had stuff like Pop Idol or, or like, um, Host or, like, Breakdancer. So they could I hope I'm hoping, you know, this isn't going to make or break the game, but it would be a, a huge highlight if they actually did have like a, a rider hero class or something
1: like, right,
0: you know, right. or a sentai. Because then you can have your full like what what game would be really appropriate to have a full on decked out sentai team Uh, like a Yakuza RPG. Of course,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, that, yeah. See, I, I, the, of course, uh, this is just, I think, us also knowing, like most good people of taste, that the Yakuza model is one that all games should follow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's always like, what if we ported it to the Yakuza framework? Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that would be a pretty engaging one. For tabletop stuff, I will say there is Renegade Studios just put out a Power Rangers tabletop RPG, mm-hmm. an official licensed one. They just did a big slew of them, not really based on the 5E. D&D system, it's called like Essence 20 it's like a variation of that they did one for Power Rangers, one for G.I. Joe, one for Transformers, they're kind of hitting the nostalgia thing there I haven't looked at it yet I saw, I really wanted to check it out mm. PDF was a little pricey, like most PDFs for RPGs are somewhere in the 15 to $30 mark, this was like pushing 40 I was like, it's a little expensive just for a PDF, so I kind of was hesitant essentially sight unseen on a system I've never played, and I've heard some middling reviews of it i guess mm. at least some of the reviews that i saw i was like that's not really what i want from you know things like things that i would hope you would not get wrong like that i mean maybe maybe wrong is not the word but you, you'll hear it when i say it for example you select a color and the color has set abilities right like if oh. you choose red red always has these or green always has these and i while i understand i guess like even within the power ranger's like model color is doesn't other than red is lead and even you know it's like that doesn't none of the colors have a specific yeah ability right like this season the green is more like this and the yellow is more like that like i, I feel like that's already kind of a, a misstep yeah in design yeah
0: to to commit the red or to commit a color to certain attributes or demand that it be.
1: yeah like i could see. Pick your color, and then there are, like, a- attributes for the team. Like, who is the strong one? Who is the smart one? And you, like, pick that amongst your group. Mm-hmm. But, like, blue always being the smart one, for example. Like, that's not always the case. Right.
0: Sometimes. Right? So, so Well, I feel like, yeah. Because then you have, like, sometimes green is the wild child. but Correct. Right. But sometimes green is just the cool one. Right. Or the clever one.
1: Right exactly or like you know you think about like oh well green was the powerful six ranger in MMPR but if you look at say like go kiger which was super mega force as well mm. like green is not really playing that role no he's
0: more um like comedic right
1: yeah right he's kind of a silly fighter yeah. right so it's like yeah i think like even within the power rangers framework that tells me like that's a very limited view like if we're appealing like specifically to kind of MMPR nostalgia it's mm. not really what i'm here for i'm not necessarily looking to model what it was like to watch Power Rangers in 1993, I'm hoping to model like making a Sentai season as a group mm-hmm. at the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm kind of hung up on trying it. And m- maybe those reviews were unfounded, but I would like to see something that's a little bit less specific on those. Like, that's not the kind of granularity I want. I do want some good rules that kind of like, obviously, you want differentiation for like scale, right? Like, you want the fighting. The sort of person-to-person fighting to feel different than the like the big mecca fighting. Yeah. You know, how how rules-intensive you want to make that? Who knows? But I think that's really where you would want a dev studio to put some time and effort in, I guess. And, yeah. Yeah. So that's just that's just me, I guess. Um. That's all the questions that we had for this week. For maybe those were very good questions, and these were uh, some really good episodes to review. Excellent ones to watch together.
0: Yes, hundred percent. Next time we're going to be doing a super turbo <laughs> on a game that many people have been playing <laughs> game of the year, game of the year, 2022. Yeah. I'm going to say it right now. Uh, this yeah. is the longest I've played. as. This is the longest I've spent on a game like this. I swear. Like it's ruining my life.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sense that you you were rocking a two foot long beard even through the call here. Um, oh. if I could I just gonna say <laughs> you've locked the door. Uh, <laughs> Your wife opens the door to to the the computer room. You're like, don't look at me. <laughs> anyway, anyway Back away.
0: yeah. Anyway, um,
1: yeah. Great episode. Thank you everybody for sending those questions. Really appreciate it. See you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time.
1: Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast!